Today in Business from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy to use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60 day trial at shipstation.com slash tech news. That's shipstation.com slash tech news. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off US versus China. Where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous US China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Spoken Edition of Wired. Facebook is steering users away from privacy protections by Natasha Tiku. Facebook Wednesday announced changes to how it asks users for permission to collect their personal information in order to comply with strict new European privacy rules. But critics say Facebook's new offerings seem designed to encourage users to make few changes and share as much information as possible. The European rules, called the General Data Protection Regulation or GDPR, go into effect May 25th and will apply to any companies that collect or process data on individuals in the EU. They require that consumers give informed consent to how their data is being collected and used. Critics, however, say the consent process Facebook outlined relies on design tricks that encourage users to share their personal information widely. Paul Olivier de Haye, a Belgian mathematician and co founder of PersonalData.io, whose request to see his Facebook data under EU law forced the company to include more information about ad tracking, says Facebook's confusing choices are nudging people in one direction. De Haye says Facebook's approach to GDPR will likely attract the attention of regulators and nonprofits, scrutiny the company likely did not anticipate when the rules were approved in 2016. European privacy activists like Max Schrems are already planning to use options for collective action under GDPR to go after tech giants. If Facebook goes on this way, it's a clearer first target, says De Haye. Sandy Parakilis, a former Facebook operations manager who warned the company about privacy issues, said Facebook appears to want to comply with the letter of the European rules while changing as few of its data handling practices as possible. Everything about the page is designed to manipulate you into doing the thing they want, he says. The goal of the design exercise is to get you to accept and not to go into your settings and turn things off. In a statement to Wired about the criticism, a spokesperson for Facebook said, We're ensuring that all our products and services comply with the GDPR. The law applies principally to data about Europeans, but Facebook says it's changing how it asks users for consent worldwide. 
We not only want to comply with the law, but also go beyond our obligations to build new and improved privacy experiences for everyone on Facebook. Aaron Egan, Facebook's Vice President and Chief Privacy Officer, and Ashley Berenger, Vice President and Deputy General Counsel, wrote in a blog post Wednesday. We want to be clear that there's nothing different about the controls and protections we offer around the world. The changes Facebook displayed Wednesday would alter how the company asks you for consent to collect personal data about you from other websites and apps in order to target ads, consent to share sensitive information on your profile, consent around facial recognition, consent for data tracking and sharing political and religious views on teen users, and an updated terms and services policy. A press briefing Tuesday at Facebook's headquarters about the changes turned critical, according to TechCrunch. Wired was not invited to the briefing. Reporters scoffed when a Facebook product designer defended the company's updated terms of service, which offers users either a big blue I accept button or a hyperlink for another option in small gray type. Many of the other choices Facebook displayed showed similar disparities, using tiny font or grayed-out options for users to restrict access to data. Some are more stark. Take the privacy screen that pops up for 13- to 15-year-olds who have special protections under GDPR. Under Facebook's new terms, teens who've shared their religious and political views or sexual preferences will have to get parental permission to see a less personalized version of Facebook. To gain permission, users must only enter an email address and have whoever's behind that email give consent. The person giving consent doesn't have to verify that she's a parent or guardian or even a different person, TechCrunch reports. Jason Kent, CEO of Digital Content Next, a trade association representing content companies, says Facebook's approach was disappointing because other companies may follow its approach. We've asked them to try to raise the bar because the rest of the industry follows their lead, he says. Seems like they're letting their investor relations group manage their product design. If Facebook succeeds in winning consent with such small changes, others may follow suit and hopes that GDPR will spur big changes in corporate privacy practices may not be realized. Facebook isn't unique in its desire to preserve its dominance. In March, Google announced updates to AdWords, which independent legal analysis from the firm Frankfurt Kernet, commissioned by Kent's organization, found to be a legal dodge. The consent structure proposed by Google fails to meet the transparency, specificity, and granularity standards required by the GDPR for purposes of obtaining legally valid end-user content, the analysis said. Facebook is doing the same thing, but from a design perspective, Kent says. Google did not immediately respond to request for comment. David Lucas, a partner with the law firm Bradley, whose clients include tech companies in the U.S. and Germany, says tech companies are likely most concerned about GDPR provisions allowing for fines of up to 4% of global revenue for companies found to willfully not comply with the law. By showing these updates and changes, Facebook can argue it intended to comply. Even if they're found not to fully comply, they've at least mitigated their risk, he says. Among the new forms Facebook will present to users is one allowing the company to collect data as users browse the web and tap other apps. But Kent questions how informed that permission will be. 
A few weeks ago, his organization commissioned a survey of 1,000 adults where 44% of respondents said they did not expect Facebook to collect data about their activities while on Facebook. It's all about consumer expectations. That's what matters here, Kent says. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.